Pastor Chooks Obina Ogoye. Pastor Chooks is the lead pastor of Resurrection Life Church in Johannesburg. He is a passionate teacher and preacher of the Word of God and has been blessed by God with the uncanny ability and gift to explain and unpack deep and complex spiritual truths in very easy to understand and apply formats. Pastor Chooks has been involved and active in marketplace ministries. He's an entrepreneur and business consultant with an avid passion for raising other entrepreneurs and business leaders. He has taught and facilitated many leadership and entrepreneurship courses and seminars. He is the host of broadcast programs on Facebook, YouTube, and several podcast channels. Living the life with Pastor Chooks, the amazing power of woman. Thank God, it's Friday. Good evening, welcome, welcome. It's another time of sharing God's Word together. This is Dr. Chooks who go ahead. Uh, we are sharing episode 228, 228 of our online uh, masterclass, Understanding the Goodness of God. Uh, for the last uh, couple of episodes, we have been dealing with the issue of the goodness of God and stubborn problems, the goodness of God and stubborn problems. And um, I think we've shared six, six parts. So to, tonight will be part seven, the goodness of God and stubborn problems. Part 7. Alright, and uh, a few things I want to recap before we get into the thought for tonight. Uh, we had said that um, stubborn problems come as a result of many things. It's not, it's not one thing that creates stubborn problems. And, you know, different people in the Bible have had stubborn problems. Abraham had a stubborn problem. Um, uh, you know, uh, Elijah had a stubborn problem. Um, Zechariah had a stubborn problem. Elisha and uh, Naaman. Naaman had a stubborn problem. The woman that was bent over for 18 years, a stubborn problem. The woman that, who was bleeding for 12 years had a stubborn problem. The, the man at the pool of Bethesda had a stubborn problem. The man who was born blind had a stubborn I mean, it's all over the Bible. So, there are many reasons why a problem just refuses to go. And we, we've stated that one of the things that we're dealing with when we're talking about stubborn problems is that um, the creation has the spirit of disobedience filtered into creation. When Adam sinned, when Adam sinned, uh, all kinds of things happened to creation. You know, the, the sp that spirit of disobedience that Adam exhibited just went into creation. So, so we have um, you know, demons rebelling, principalities rebelling, um, nature itself rebelling and disobeying. So, so that, that's part of the reason why things are not uh, aligning up. You know, we we, we saw that case where it, um, Elijah called a drought, and now he's saying God is saying the drought, the time for the drought is over, and yet the the drought refuses to be over. <laughs> God said. Drought, go back, rain, come, and there's they stubbornness. And we, 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 we learned the dynamics of what Elijah had to do to engage that word of God and enforce it to happen. And I, I want to say to, to us tonight that we are New Testament believers are meant to deal with stubborn problems, are meant to deal with spirit of disobedience. We are, in, we are here to enforce the victory that we got on the cross. Listen, the head of 
all stubbornness, the head of all rebellion is Satan. And Satan has been defeated on the cross. There is an eternal defeat. However, we are still living in the realm of time where we need to take the victory that was secured in, in eternity and bring it and enforce it on time. In other words, rebellion has been dealt with. Disobedience has been dealt with when Satan was dealt with. Now, our job is to take what has happened in eternity and enforce compliance and enforce obedience and command all spirit of disobedience, all spirit of rebellion to submit. So, so the New Testament believers, our job is to enforce compliance, to command stubborn problems to line up with the word of God. But you see, like, you know, I have shared, you cannot, you cannot punish disobedience when your own obedience is not complete. When you are in disobedience, you cannot dominate a spirit to patronize. So if you are in disobedience, you cannot uh, uh, dominate disobedience. If you are in disobedience, you cannot dominate disobedience. You need your obedience to be complete to punish disobedience. You can't be drinking of a, a negative spirit and then you are wanting to dominate that spirit. No. If you patronize the spirit, you can't dominate it. So, so we said that part of the reason sometimes that we lack the power to enforce compliance and enforce obedience is because we are in disobedience ourselves. We are in disobedience. And, and it, this is a big issue because, you know, you can, be, you can be a great man of God and still be in disobedience to an instruction. You can be a wonderful Christian and still be in disobedience. And the thing about disobedience, you can be in disobedience in little things. You can be in disobedience for years. Some things that God wants you to do or be, and you're in disobedience for years. 10 years, 20 years. God have mercy. 30 years, 40, 78 years. You can be in disobedience. And you're just refusing to obey God. So when you are there, there are certain things that you are wanting to compel obedience and they are not agreeing because you lack the power and the authority to enforce obedience because authority comes from God and when you are misaligned from God you won't be able to enforce it I've already done all of that teaching in part 1 to part 6 the last two weeks today I, I want to deal with something um, um, as we you know look at this thing further and deeper the issue okay I mentioned at the last episode with the story in John chapter 9, where a man who, who uh, was born blind, and the disciples of Jesus were asking, who sent? And I said, not all stubborn problems come as a result of sin. Sometimes some stubborn problems are, as a, uh, are there for the glory of God to manifest through them. Jesus said, nobody has sinned, but that the works of God might be revealed. In other words, that the goodness of God might be, you know, showcased. So sometimes some, problem, some, 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 some stubborn problems are there for the goodness of God to be showcased through them. Hallelujah. Some stubborn problems are there for the goodness of God to be showcased through them. And, 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 and so you can't just look at a stubborn problem and then say, you know, is this or that. You got to, you got to be careful to seek God to say, why is this problem not going away? What, I, what is going on? Is there a devil here? Or is there a purpose of God here? You know, what, what is going on? Is he, my, is he me? Is he the devil? 
or there is an agenda that God has. Because it can be any of the three. It can be me, misaligned. It can be the devil that needs to be enforced. Uh, um, um, authority and dominion needs to be enforced in that situation. Or it can be there's something, there's something that God is working out. And you just need to cooperate with God and let it, you know, let the purpose of God come to pass. So, so problem, stubborn problems can be any for as for it can be as a result of any of these reasons. It can be me, it can be the devil, and it can be the purpose of God working something out. So we need to seek God. So when you have a problem, you've prayed about something, and you are not getting an answer, then you begin to seek God. What is going on here? What is going on here? What what do we need to do? Then that's where the Holy Spirit, that's where intimacy with the Spirit of God, you know, matters. That, that the Spirit of God will guide you and and show you what is really going on. I I, I this is the devil. Take your position, enforce victory. Or there is something that I'm working out. That this is this man was born blind so that the works of God might be revealed, so that the goodness of God might be showcased. You know, uh, and and. When the time came, the goodness of God was showcased. Jesus just gave an instruction. The man obeyed the instruction and his healing came. So, we, we want to look at another, another um, um, uh, dimension to this issue of stubborn problem. Pharaoh and Moses. Pharaoh was a stubborn problem. Pharaoh was it pharaoh was bad pharaoh and and by the way you know the, the in the book of exodus when we read pharaoh pharaoh was the title of the king of egypt it wasn't one person there are many people there have been many pharaohs you know like many people sitting on on that throne and taking on that title over a period of 400 years many you know different people had taken i mean one person can rule for 400 years you know so there have been many kings who had taken on that title. But but that title, that office of Pharaoh, uh, is known as, or is, is seen as a symbol of rebellion and disobedience to the purpose of God. Pharaoh let my people go. Pharaoh let my people go. Pharaoh refuses to let the people of God go. So there are many Pharaohs we deal with. So Pharaoh signifies a... Is the personification, the the apex of rebellion against what God wants to be done, what God wants to be done. So when there is a a resistance to what God wants to be done, that's the spirit of Pharaoh, and that's what we see in the book of Exodus. The spirit of Pharaoh, the spirit that does not want what God wants to be done. God wanted His people to be free, but Pharaoh is saying no. So, so we all have to deal with the spirit of Pharaoh from time to time. Let me say it again. Every believer will have to, at one point or the other, deal with the spirit of Pharaoh. Yes, when God said something and the, the spirit of disobedience personified, that's what Pharaoh is. The spirit of disobedience personified, that's what Pharaoh is. Let me say it again. The spirit of disobedience and the spirit of rebellion personified, that's what Pharaoh represents. So, so there are sometimes we have to deal with Pharaoh, a problem that refuses to go away, a problem that just refuses to go away. <coughs> Excuse me. So, 
Let's look into into scriptures. Exodus chapter 3. So God commissions um, um, Moses for an assignment. And tells Moses, I'm sending you. I have come down to deliver the people and I'm sending you. In other words, when you meet Moses, you meet God. So, Moses was supposed to go and get the people out of Egypt and, and bring them out of bondage. So, this is God come down. Look at Exodus chapter 3 verse 19. This is God speaking to Moses. God told Moses, but I am sure, this is God speaking now, I am sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go. No, not even by a mighty hand. Because God knows the heart of Pharaoh. Or God knew the heart of Pharaoh. He's telling Moses up, uh, up front, he will not agree. He will not let you go. Not even with a mighty hand. He will not let you go. So, <laughs> so Moses was prepared to meet an obstinate spirit. Moses was going against an obstinate spirit. I want to show you today what God wants to do with the spirit of, of rebellion and disobedience personified. When you are facing a Pharaoh, I want you to know this is what God wants to do to Pharaoh. So Pharaoh hardens his heart. Pharaoh hardens his heart. And Moses begins to, um, you know, uh, deal with, you know, um, all the gods of Egypt. The ten plagues represent the gods of Egypt that needed to be humbled, that needed to be broken. So the stubbornness that Pharaoh is a, a manifesting here is demonically fed. There are demons that the Egyptians worshipped. Please hear what I'm about to say. There are demons that the Egyptians worshipped that have risen over 400 years to hold the people of God captive in Egypt. So the people of God were captive in Egypt, not, not just there were demons involved. And God wanted to humiliate these demons because he needed to establish that he is God and for all the nations of the world to fear his name. So, so all these demons that the Egyptians worshipped needed to be broken. So the ten plagues were the efforts of God through Moses to humiliate, humble, and destroy all the gods of Egypt. Are you here? So, so the stubbornness that Pharaoh was manifesting were demonically inspired. Demons were making Pharaoh harden his heart. Yes, 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 yes. Demons were making Pharaoh harden his heart. Let me show you. Exodus chapter 3 verse 13. I mean, Exodus chapter 7, verse 13, sorry. Exodus chapter 7, verse 13. Exodus chapter 7, verse 13. Look at this. It says, And Pharaoh's heart grew hard, and he did not heed. He did not heed them as the Lord has said. Verse 14. So the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is hard. He refuses to let the people go. Pharaoh's heart is hard. Pharaoh's heart is hard, because certain demons were feeding that obstinacy. There are certain times where you are dealing with a, a stubborn problem and there are demons that are feeding 
the obstinacy. There are demons that are feeding the disobedience. There are demons that are feeding the stubbornness. There are demons that are feeding the rebellion. And when you are dealing with that kind of thing, you need to know. So you need to know that some things need to be destroyed. Some things need to be completely uh, dismantled in the realm of the spirit. So, so while you are pushing for the manifestation of the will of God and the promise of God, some things are being demolished. So two things, two, two things are happening simultaneously. God is at work in you. It's process. God is at work in you to make you conform to Christ. God is at work in the environment to demolish demonic strongholds. Are you here? Oh, let me say that again. There are certain times you are dealing with stubborn problems. Two things are going on simultaneously. While God is at work in you, the believer who is facing this stubborn problem, to make you more like Christ, to manifest Christ in your character, to shape you. Really? See, see, when you are when you are having to deal with a stubborn problem, and Bible says, let patience have its work. Let patience have its work. When patience is having its work, it's trying to make you perfect. The Bible tells us in the book of James. So, so there is work. Where there is work the Holy Spirit is doing in you to bring you to the perfection of the character of Christ. And at the same time, there are demons that need to be dismantled. There are demonic strongholds in the environment that you are operating in that needs to be dismantled. And they are dismantled instrumentally. They are dismantled instrumentally over the period of this engagement. You need to understand it. So God is on your side to help to do the work of transformation on your inside. While that is happening, God is also on the, at work in, on the outside to demolish the strongholds that the enemy is using to hold the purposes of God at, 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 a, at, a, at, at, at ransom. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So, Pharaoh, Pharaoh is obstinate, but God is at work in Moses. God is at work in his people. God wanted his people to realize how much he loves them and how much he wanted to help them. God wanted his people to come into higher levels of intimacy and trust of him, which is the same thing that God wants to do in my life and in your life, to bring us to higher levels of intimacy and trust in him and trust in him. He wants to work on our character and bring out the character of Christ while we are dealing with the stubborn problem. So, so he empowers you and enables you to, to hold out. While he is doing that, he is demolishing something on the outside. You remember in Luke chapter 18, the widow that came for justice that, and, and he was being ignored. Now, now the magistrate or the judge in that case does not represent God. That magistrate represents the devil. It's a, it's, it's because the Bible says, the, the, the parable says that this man neither feared God nor, nor feared men. He didn't honor God or fear men. So, so this must be the devil. But look at what, what the, the magistrate said. Lest by her continual coming, she wear me out. <laughs> Lest by her continual coming, she wears me out. So there are sometimes that your continual persistence wears out demonic structures. Ay, ay, ay. Your continuous persistence wears out 
ancient structures that have been in place. When God wants to listen, what we are talking about here was 400 years of captivity and bondage that have become enshrined by demonic strongholds. God wanted to demolish them one by one. So they needed to go through all 10 demons that the Egyptians worshipped that have enslaved the people of God. So, so, so those demons need to be demolished. So our persistence wears out the demons. <laughs> our persistence wears out the demonic structures. Our persistence breaks down the demonic structures. So, 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 so this is why you got to understand this. You, if you understand that the God is good, God is on your side. God is not is not the one making things difficult. God is the one working in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. God is the one working in you to produce the character of Christ, to produce the strength of Christ, to produce the might of Christ in you. And then God is the one outside at work to demolish demolish structures so that the, 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 the throne of Christ can be, can be exalted in the midst of God's people, in the nation, in the community. So I don't know what you may be dealing with, but I want you to know that there is a simultaneous work, a work going on on the inside and a work going on on the outside. God is working on you on the inside, helping you to become a better person, while God is working on the outside, demolishing things that Satan had, had erected in the hearts of men on the outside, in the community, in the nation. Those things need to go down. So that's why we deal with some problems sometimes. God wants to completely destroy the gods of Egypt and the people who have become uh, human embodiments of those evil. Pharaoh ended up being destroyed in the Red Sea. His stubbornness drove him to the point of total destruction in the Red Sea. And that's what God is doing to that stubborn problem. That stubborn problem is going to drown in the Red Sea. You're not hearing what I'm saying. That stubborn problem is going to be drowned in the Red Sea. The Red Sea stands for the Word of God. The, the, the water of the Word, if you will stay with the Word and refuse to back down and keep coming and keep coming, you're going to wear that enemy out. You're going to destroy completely that stronghold. Because of Pharaoh's stubbornness, he was destroyed. The same stubbornness that is that Pharaoh is using to hold back your blessing, to hold back the manifestation of that breakthrough, of that healing, of that marriage. I want you to know this. If you are going to stand there and walk with God, ay, 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 and walk with God, and walk with God, God is going to give you that victory ultimately. I am telling you now, the Bible says we set our face like a flint and we will never be disgraced. We will never be ashamed. In Isaiah chapter 50 verse 7. We set our face as a flint. Listen, this is what that woman did in Luke chapter 18. She kept on coming. She kept on coming. Every day she kept on coming. He said, this stubborn problem, I will win. <laughs> I will win. At some point, uh, the evil magistrate uh, said, this woman will wear me out. Uh, but her continual coming. Her continual coming will wear me out. That's what, what your persistence will do. Your persistence will wear out the enemy. Your persistence will wear out the enemy. The Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. If you keep resisting, eventually he will flee. If you keep resisting, the, the, the thing is this, understanding this truth so that you draw strength in the midst of the season. 
The reason why the stubborn problem will never be solved is because you, you gave up. If you gave up, if you give up, you will not win. And I'm, I'm dealing with that thing that makes you give up. That thing that makes you give up. If you give up, you will not win. So, so, so there is an, an urge to give up, an urge to, to quit. That's what I'm, I, my, I'm trying to deal with. Because if you understand it, you will not give up. And if you do not give up, you will win. The enemy will back down. The enemy, somebody will quit and it's not you. Oh, say it. Somebody will quit and it's not me. Say it, say it, say it. Somebody will quit and it's not me. Satan must quit. Devils must quit. Infrastructures erected in the spirit working against you. Some of these infrastructures is ancient. The Bible said the serpent is an ancient serpent. He's been coming from long time. He's been working from long time. He's built structures that has taken thousands of years. But in our generation, some of those things are coming down. In your family, you are the one who is going to bring those things down. When you bring them down, listen to me. While you are bringing, you are growing in the spirit. You are maturing the work of the spirit of God in your heart. This is why when you are facing stubborn problem, your greatest ally is God. And, and the enemy, if the enemy makes you to get angry at God, where you start cursing God and start saying, God, why are you doing this to me? Why are you not helping me? Why are you not coming through? No, no, no. He has caused you to miss the mark. <laughs> he has caused you to miss the mark. Remember, missing the mark is sin. He has caused you to miss the mark. The mark... The, 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 and he will want you to, because you're not convinced that God is absolutely good and God is on your side. You are going to believe the enemy. You are going to accept what the devil is doing and saying, and then you will not resist him. You will not fight back. You will not persist. Because he tells you God is the one who is not answering. God is the one who is not, is not coming through. God is the one who is not faithful. And if you believe it, you lose. If you believe it, you lose. So understand this, God is always faithful. Understand that God is always on your side. Understand that God is always going to help you. God is on your side against the stubborn problem. God can never side the stubborn problem against his child. Let me say it again. God can never agree with the devil against you. Never. Never. So, God is on your side to give you that testimony. God is on your side to give you that marriage, to give you that husband, to give you that thing that you have been desiring. God is on your side. Believe it. Any other suggestion is from the pit of hell. And Satan is making that suggestion so that you will stop uh, uh, releasing your faith and stop insisting so that the structures will remain. Satan is an ancient serpent. He always wants to re retain the structures that has come from long time. That devil is a liar. I said that devil is a liar. You are going to get what God has promised you. The spirit of disobedience must bow. The spirit of rebellion must be crushed. Completely destroyed. Can I tell you something? Your persistence is going to deliver not just you, but your whole generation. Not just you, but your whole family. If Moses dealing with the stubborn problem destroyed Pharaoh forever, destroyed the gods of Egypt forever. Come on. And they were never there, you know, to, to trouble Israel ever again. So, so God is wanting to destroy this thing once and for all. And you are the one. You are the one. You are the one. You got you to, gotta, you know, walk with God. Because God is not just looking at you. He's looking at your whole generation. God was not just looking at Moses. He was looking at the whole children of Israel. And their 
and their posterity and their posterity they never had to deal with pharaoh again over the next 40 years you know and and going forward they never had to deal with pharaoh again because pharaoh was drowned in the red sea god wants to drown that pharaoh so that that pharaoh never ever 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 gonna trouble anybody in your lineage you are the last man eh, that has had to deal with this problem and this problem is ending with you did you hear what i said that you are the last man that will deal with this problem this problem will die in your hands and you will not have to trouble your children. You will not have to trouble your relatives. You will not have to trouble your project. No, no, no. You will not have to trouble your, your descendants after you. No, 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 no. No, it will not. No, no, no. No, 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 no. The problem ends with you. And that's why you got to win. You got to win. Ah, yeah, yeah. You got to win. To leave an inheritance of victory for your children and for your children's children. You must. You must win. So those devils are going to bow. Those devils are going to submit. So can I tell you something? In this season, draw strength from what I'm sharing and, and say, you know, uh, do your work in me. Perfect your work in me. Perfect your work in me. Say, yield to the Spirit of God and say, perfect your work in me. Wherever it is that, that, that you know, work needs to be done, go ahead and do it. I yield to you. I yield to you. That, and then as God is doing his work by his spirit inside of you, he is also dealing with the stubbornness on the outside. He's dealing with the demonic infrastructure on the outside. He's, demonic with, he's dealing with the demonic uh, 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 strongholds on the outside that is in the hearts of other people, in the community, in the area. Those things are coming down so that these things, when we have victory, we have victory once and for all. <laughs> When we cross the Red Sea, we're never going back to Egypt because Egypt is destroyed. <laughs> Egypt is destroyed. Can you imagine the, the confusion that was back in the nation? 600 of the best soldiers of Pharaoh, plus Pharaoh himself, are perished. So, so the people of Egypt, remember that their firstborn son has just, you know, <laughs> died. All the firstborn all across Egypt have just died. And then Pharaoh is now dead. And then 600 of his best men are now dead. So it's going to take Egypt a couple of years to raise such formidable leadership again. <laughs> it's going to take them some time, maybe a generation or two, to even you know, rise up with, to such formidability once again. In the meantime, God's people prosper in the promised land. In the meantime, God's people prosper in the promised land. I'm saying to you, God wants to deal with rebellion and disobedience that have been in the family, that have been in your lineage, that poverty that has been there. God wants to use you to crush it and crush it finally so that there is a new generation that are going to walk in wealth, that are going to walk in abundance, that are going to walk, oh yes, in the good life. In the good life without having to deal with these devils anymore. Without having to deal with these problems anymore. So, so you are fighting a good fight. You are fighting a good fight. Because the reward and the blessing is going to go beyond you. It's going to go beyond you. Your children are going to enjoy it. Your children's children are going to enjoy it. Your children's children's children are going to enjoy it. What you are doing right now. You are bringing a victory for a generation yet unborn. You are bringing you know, permanent, permanent victory in an area. So, 
Let the Holy Spirit strengthen you. Don't be discouraged. God wants to Pharaoh. God wants to destroy Pharaoh finally. That Pharaoh you've been dealing with, I don't know what it is, but God wants to deal with that Pharaoh and destroy that Pharaoh finally. God is on your side. God is on, don't don't become overwhelmed. Don't become don't become tired. Don't become despondent. God is on your side. God is wanting to bring victory. Agree with God. He is fighting for you. Hallelujah. Allow him to do his work inside of your heart. Allow him to do his work inside of your heart and form your character. He says, when your faith, when, when patience have had its work, you'll be perfect, complete, lacking nothing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My timer says I should round up. I hope you got it. I hope you got it. I want to pray for you tonight. I want to pray for encouragement. If you are in that place where you are getting tired and you don't know, listen, God is for you. God wants to encourage you tonight so that you can, you can stand firm in your faith and get the victory. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for my hearers. I thank you for somebody who has been pushing and pressing and they seem like they're getting overwhelmed and, 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 and frustrated by tiredness. They seem to be worn out by reason of how long they have had to persevere. Today, I pray for encouragement. I pray for strengthening. I pray for reinvigoration. I pray, oh God, that you will strengthen their hands. Their hands will not grow weary. Their hands will not grow cold. Their hands will not grow tired. In the name of Jesus. Father, send them. Send them Aaron and Hor. People that will lift up their hands. As Moses lifted up his hand. And these two men supported Moses' hand. Lord, send them people who will support their hands and help them from, from, from being wearied out, from being tired, from being uh, 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 angry. No, Lord, in strengthen and encourage them. Let the victory come through. Haya. Let the victory come through. Let the shame go to the devil. Let the victory come through. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you. I continue tomorrow as I tackle episode 229. Good night. See you tomorrow. There comes a time in your life when you need a change, an upgrade. You need upliftment. You need lasting results. You just want your life to be real. You need your life to be meaningful, deep, full, purposeful, and easy. You're looking for enlargement, amplification, increase, strengthening. You're looking for growth in your life. You want leverage, strategic advantage, gain and favor, ability to influence, clout and strength. Join us at Resurrection Life Church every Sunday. Visit our website .reslife.org.za for more information. Make this year your year of being real. Embrace rapid enlargement and leverage. It is your time.